Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to Cool Jazz Favorites. Hi, this is Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to Easy Listening Jazz Favorites. On Kate. Hi, this is Zach Galapanakis. You're listening to KUCI Irvine 88.9. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening to Our Digital Future, Fridays at 4.30. And I want to thank Countdown UCI from 4 to 4.30 with Dimitri, news and guests from the only UC in the OC. And um, today we have a very special guest. If you checked out the KCI Twitter, you see the announcement. We're going to have a conversation with graduate student of sociocultural anthropology. Natalie Newton is here live in studio. She's also going to talk about her interest in library information science. Thanks for coming down, Natalie. Thank you for inviting me, Ziva. And being a repeat KCI guest, uh, you were on an- another librarian's show. <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, I think it was in February 2009, I think. No, oh, 2008, I'm sorry. Wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Has the station changed much since then? Mm, not that I can tell, but I definitely became more interested after being on Dan's show. Um, he talked to me about the vagina monologues, so it was really fun. How was that? You performed a few times, or just that one year? Um, we have, we had, well, every year there's a show, um, and we performed three, we had three shows that, that year, um, as we always do, and the proceeds always go to this, uh, kind of transnational, like, uh, uh, like, location that Eve Ensler, the kind of head of Vagina uh, chooses around the world, some charity, and then, um, most of it actually goes back to UCI for the, um, I think that year we, we gave it to the, um, the Campus Salt, uh, research center, so <clears throat> or care. It's it's for folks who have survived um, sexual violence. So. How long have you been on um, campus as a grad student? Uh, I came in in 2005, so I came from UCLA in my undergrad in women's studies, and then I went right into grad school right after. So, oh, how was UCLA? Um, well, I I got what I wanted in terms of I guess the institutional experience um but honestly i actually liked my professors more at uc riverside which i had transferred from um uh, ucla is way bigger so i had less of a, a relationship i think with my professors well so for undergrad you were at uc riverside and ucla yeah and you came here for uci so you've studied at three ucs yeah. how <laughs> how do you like uci <clears throat> Um, my grad experience has been ups and downs. I think, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate UC Irvine's, um, kind of pay, like, its growth. I, I've, as I've been here since 2005, I guess, like, witnessing my own department and other things. I mean, the, uh, in the previous show, they were talking about budget cuts and everything, um, but I've just, you know, personally, I've also experienced other kind of smaller kind of student organizations or just like the... I'm also involved in the LGBT Mentors Program, which has been really fulfilling for me. So I've liked that. And your... so your current degree is almost finished? Yeah, I'm... Uh, well, hopefully. <laughs> As... <laughs> 
Um, a lot of us say we're we're hoping we're gonna finish. Um, yeah, I'm writing the dissertation up right now. I, I got back from Vietnam um, in late December last year, so I guess for the past seven months I've been writing my dissertation. Um, so hopefully by June, this coming June, I'll be done completely. Oh, congratulations! That's coming up. Yeah. I'll be done this May with my Master's of Library Information yeah, Science. Yeah, so we'll be in the same year. I will graduate in class of 2012. <laughs> and the uh, way I met you was in the library because you were asking about the yeah. degree of Library Information Science and what brought you to inquiring about that program. Um, well, <clears throat> uh, my grad career has been kind of like back and forth. Um, I took a leave of absence actually because um, my main interest is more community organizing and I thought I came into grad school kind of with these ideals about um, you know access to knowledge and um, bringing the ivory tire down down to the people and I had been inspired by my women's studies professors who were doing academic work and community organizing at the same time so I thought oh I want to be like them so I came into grad school I was like total culture shock like it was I you know undergrad I was had a part-time job I was doing all this community student leadership stuff on the side like classes were like my side thing <laughs> and then grad school was a total you know 180 so I was immersed in this kind of very hyper intellectual environment that I, I felt sometimes was really out of touch with um, the kind of grassroots space community stuff I wanted to do so <clears throat> Um, I finished the master's first and I took a leave of absence to do community organizing and I came back to school to finish degree because I figured, you know, I'm already, you know, a woman of color, a person who's queer, young, I might as well get a credential to kind of, kind of, you know, put, put myself in the best position I could with all these institutional barriers. And so when I, you know, as I'm finishing the degree, I'm kind of still kind of, you know, oh man, the the system is like <laughs> the system of learning, the system of creating system whatever. of a down. Yeah, this <laughs> and like one of my friends calls it like knowledge knowledge incorporated kind of like especially as the budget cuts. There's so much more partnership with huge um, corporations that you know you know it makes you question of um, how does that affect the way that we do research and whatever. So. Um, I had always had like this um, friendship, I guess, with um, a librarian in UCI, Dan Sang, and he, you know, <clears throat> came to one of my Asian American Studies classes in in, gra in a grad seminar, and he was talking about how like he um, like as a librarian, he has access to like Huey Newton's like. <laughs> CIA, like declassified CIA files or something, something like that, don't quote me on that, but yeah. it was something like that, and um, I was like, wow, he he really does that that whole, that, that impetus for going to grad school and being in that intellectual environment was there in terms of the access to knowledge, and also a librarian's job, I think, is totally different than a professor, where it is very much based, focused on that service of like... Um, helping people navigate so much information out there and as everything becomes digital the internet uh, you know and um, our digital future yes, exactly we need um, I felt like you know that kind of job that helps people um, really empower themselves through that access problem um, addressing all those things and <clears throat> was something more in line with what I wanted, wanted to do um, 
and then I realized、um, that, you know, as I learned, looked up more information about the library world and, and talked to librarians and library students and read blogs of librarians talking about their jobs,、um, they have all these, these professional values that、um, are so much so inspiring to me, like compared to academia, where Um, like, so, so, for example, like, terms like,、um, like information literacy, which I, get, I mean, my superficial understanding is like being able to navigate that information, you know, and, or、um, you know, freedom of access to information. Like, these are some core values I think that the, embedded in the university because of the way that the system is, we have so many、um, barriers to really having freedom of information. you know, so... I'm looking into library science as like, this profession, but also as an extension of some of my like, core community organizing values or like, political values. So,、um, I, you know, I, as I was talking to, like, so what I did just to like, not make the same mistake that I did with grad school is like, learn more about the profession in a, in a very like,、um, interpersonal way with like, people in the field. Like, what, what are the measures of value? Like, what, what makes a good librarian and stuff. So. so, you feel you jumped into your current program too soon? I think so. I mean, I had mentors in my undergrad who were very encouraging of me going into grad school because I think they just saw, you know, potential in me as an intellectual.、Um, and I was, I was interested, you know,、um, and I was good at the things that I was doing.、Um, and I, I consider myself, you know,、uh, A you know, relatively accomplished grad student.、Um, so, but, so on, on that level, it's sort of like, well, a lot of the things that I think make a, that make a good researcher are also things that make a good librarian.、Um, so, kind of looking into it, so I wanted to like, get a feel for it as an institution, too, li- libraries as institutions, too, that you know, would, I mean, there, there are things wrong with every system. You know? Oh, yeah. So, there's、um, so many different forms. There's public libraries, academic, university libraries, museum libraries, archives. So it's like no matter what your major is, your interest is, there's so much potential. Yeah, I had learned so much that I didn't know about the structure of libraries. And like, I didn't know that Cal State librarians are considered faculty, and, and li- librarians、um, also have to go through a tenure process.、Um, Like they have to publish in certain journals or whatever, and, or that.、Um, I didn't even know that librarians at UCI taught classes. Like, I, <laughs> we an, totally took for granted. As、yeah. an undergrad at UCR and UCLA, did you make use of any librarians? You know, I'm gonna. <laughs> That's the problem. All my, all my librarians are like, my librarian mentors are like, no. So we're trying to spread、yeah. the word here on the radio that it's a very great service that's free of charge. Totally. And that's one of the, I mean, that's another thing about the free, the, the free of chargeness of it. It's like, well, universities are not free to access professors and that kind of knowledge is not free. But librarians, like any UC Cal State, any state owned school, the library is free, free, to, the, free to the public. So. But,、um, you know, learning about that, I totally took for granted librarians. I totally. And I think there's a lot of stereotypes out there that、yes. I had to unlearn as well. Like, that's what we're trying to spread the word. Totally. But I hope you do. Are you looking into applying after? Yeah, so what I'm going to do、um, in my grad program right now is、um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can turn my dissertation into a book,、um, okay. which would require. 
some kind of institutional position. So I was going to apply to a postdoc, a few postdocs, and one of the postdocs I was going to apply to um, is actually a special postdoc that recruits PhDs into the library world. So um, it's created by the Council for Research and Information in Libraries or something, and CLEAR, and um, Libraries and Information something. So, but they, um, it's a program for PhDs who um, do partnership programs with host institution libraries to like u- utilize their PhD skills like in research and also understanding like what are the needs of PhD researchers um, together with librarians to create programming or um, or um, all, you know do other kind of like undergrad stuff or depending on your skill level and everything so I had I did a little volunteer gig at and in the Langston Libraries. Um, oh yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. Um, so the Langston Libraries LGBT collection. Was that the archives, or was it yeah. like a collection in the? It was a collection in the archives. Okay. So it was um, a special. So in the special collections. Rare on the fifth books. Floor. Yeah. Materials. Yeah. So um, are they really old books? Um, no. Well, this no. This particular one. Um, it was just. It was actually me doing some cataloging. No. Some. Um, processing of photographs from this organization that was more active in the late 80s and early 90s called Stop AIDS Orange County and they had these like photo these scrapbooks um that had photographs from all of their events and the 80s yeah from the 80s and 90s yeah there was like some awesome pictures in there of like Ellen DeGeneres who had visited Orange County yeah back when she wasn't gay and like she um, had longer hair and like um, she did like a stand-up show as a fundraiser for Stop AIDS and then um, other other people like Paula Poundstone another lesbian comedian um, uh, there was some pictures of the first like Orange County LGBT pride events which were at UCI so there's like pictures of like physical sciences building and then there's like a gay gay parade in front of it and stuff and like so it was cool to like um gain an understanding of like the archiving world yeah how do you um as a grad student i'm sure that's what you do a lot is you dig through archives that's what i hear (laughs) (laughs) what do you uh Well, um, <laughs> what, what is your take on it to tell the people that have no idea what's an archive? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, you know, my research didn't really involve much archiving because um, I do work on contemporary uh, lesbian community organizing in Saigon. So I was more in interacting with community organizers and people like interviewing and stuff. There's not a lot of archiving. There's not a lot of res- like archived research anyways for me to like look up. Um, essentially, it's, you know a place where all of these materials are very organized and also um, protected, like temperature controlled and humidity controlled. So I saw the machine that like does that in the air and stuff. It looks like a, like, you know, like Batman from the 60s where they go into like the Batcave and they have all these contraptions on the wall with like knobs and stuff. Yeah. It looks like a miniature thing of that. Like (laughs) it's like kind of gray blue and like has these knobs and like fan and stuff. Um, but the actual materials are organizing these files, and so my fo- the photographs, for example, I, w- I would put them in sleeves, or these plastic sleeves, um, like acid-free. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I think the pl- yeah, yeah, um, and then I just dealt with one one material only versus like I had done like a one day at the um, 
the Gay and Lesbian Archive in, at USC, the One Institute, and I was dealing with other kinds of material. I was dealing with photographs, um, newspapers, uh, like eight and a half by eleven computer paper style. So like every different material has a different way that you have to like handle it and stuff. So that was interesting to like learn about, like. I guess the everyday operations of, of an archivist, like, I mean, just, you know, like, scratching the surface only, even. Um, but the person I worked with, um, who was supervising me, was really helpful. She was also um, someone who got her PhD, and then ended up getting her master's in library science, and then becoming an archivist. Um, she went to that postdoc that I had mentioned, the clear postdoc, and um, so she was telling me about um, her path that was sort of different than mine, because she knew that she wanted to be um, an archivist specifically, which I think I'm more leaning toward the library um, direction because I the archiving felt to me like it's it's really interesting, but I felt like very narrow. Like you're working with just the archive more materials yeah. versus the library, which is like more general. Mm-hmm. Um, so the archive was like, you know, we have a really awesome Southeast Asian archive, which I may do a little. A volunteer gig with them too um, that has all these like kind of primary materials like materials like documenting an event um, and people can can look at it and like kind of relive that event through these 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 remains in a way like you know the event's not there anymore but you have the brochure you have like the newspaper clipping from it or a photograph from it or something like that and so it's sort of like when you are an archivist who's like managing that you're your sense of time is is kind of warped in that you're dealing with a a material that's that's from the past but you're thinking about it in in the sense of the future like trying to preserve this for progeny but then you're like living in the moment too so like your past present future time scale is all like twisted (laughs) up so i can only imagine what that's like for like a whole career where your entire work is like that you know so it's kind of cool and kind of weird at the same time it's like whoa like it made me like after doing the stop aids orange county stuff in the 90s like i love the 90s like yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool but speaking of the 90s i saw weezer last night he did Whoa, my name cool. is jonas and at, i was like i'm in the 90s at the oc fair yeah oh dude that was cool dude yeah i i grew up like just a mile from there I went to Costa Mesa High School, like oh, wow. right across the street. Yeah. Did you go to the fair all throughout your no. childhood? No. Oh, I, well, that was my first job. It was. Oh, I was like, yeah. I wonder, like, who works here? <laughs> yeah, locals essentially. <laughs> I was like 14, and it was. We were like not paid. <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> they, have, they have fried butter there this year. Whoa. Like, hi, who's gonna eat fried butter? Is hard being vegan. I'm trying it out for two months. This is like the end of my first month, and I was like, what can I eat? (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I haven't gone this summer yet, but that's awesome. Was it crowded? It it seemed like it was sold out for the show, at least. I mainly just went at night for the show, but... Cool. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought I would go into library science at all. Like, I look back now, and I was like, I was remembering my high school librarians, and like... I guess they all had to have master's yes. degrees, like, and I know public like, librarians. Yeah, I grew up with public librarians as almost a babysitter because we would be dropped off after elementary school, and um, till til our parents could pick us up. And so you know, yeah, you never realize how skilled they are. 
You yeah. just see them sitting. <laughs> totally. I feel like they're totally underestimated in, in our society. Even as I talk to my advisors about my interest in library science, I think they kind of, I get the impression that it's like, they don't appreciate sure? it. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> or that I'm not, you, I'm not reaching my full potential mm-hmm. by going into the field, but it's a very misunderstood field, I think. Spreading the word through yeah. our digital future. <laughs> For real, like... Uh, I read this article in the Chronicle of Higher Education, which is like the flagship like um, online uh, publication for folks in higher education in any field. And there's this article about um, like this pr- English professor who had gotten his PhD and he just couldn't find an academic job um, like for years, and he was on. He had taught at Ivy Leagues, he was on multiple committees, he had been published many times. He was an exceptional candidate. And he ended up, um, through this process, like working more and more with librarians and considering transitioning into library world and oh, stuff. Wow. And so he's now a librarian at some Ivy League, I can't remember. But um, you know, his his story was like, this is I think the like a lot of other folks in the UC Langston Library like have PhDs too. Oh like, yeah, more librarians. Yeah, that's great. Um, I never want to stop being a student. <laughs> and I thank you for sharing your story. Our show's over. Oh my gosh! I told you it goes by really <laughs> fast. <laughs> Whoa! Everybody's always yeah. worried. What? I... <laughs> Dang! Yeah. I talked a lot, I guess. <laughs> no, it was good information for everyone to hear. And I think our guest today for coming down once again everybody that missed the introduction we had graduate student of socio-cultural anthropology natalie newton here talk about her interest in library information science as well as socio-cultural anthropology grad studenting this is fun (laughs) thanks for coming down oh thank you so much and we hope to see you in the library soon so have a good weekend Bye. Everyone stay tuned for the OC show. And we're ending the show with some braid. Brand new. They're playing their first show in seven years at the end of August in Chicago. And of course, I'm flying out for it. So take a listen to You Are the Reason.